Jason Wall's political chief political reporter with us now. Hi, Jason. Hi, Heather. Well, that's awkward for the Māori Party, going out and making a bold statement and then having to essentially retract it, I suppose. Yeah, pretty much. And they did it in less than an hour. And I mean, I think it's a pretty significant stuff up from a party that is in Parliament. Um, and to just recap in a statement this morning, Māori Party President Shea Wilson said that Te Pāti Māori won't be standing a candidate in the Tauranga by-election because, quote, it's unsafe. Now, it's quite a remarkable claim, and it's a claim that has understandably ruffled a few feathers. So what is the basis from for this claim? We dug into it a little bit. And in their press release, they say a department of internals a department of internal affairs report published in april this year confirmed that tauranga is a hot spot for hate speech and for white supremacy on social media so that is the report on the 2021 digital violence and extremism so does the report back up the claim well the answer is no in fact there is not a single mention of tauranga in the entire report so less than an hour later to party maori corrected a correction comes through um, and that same sentence had been changed to a department of internal affairs report published in April this year confirmed that hate speech from white supremacists on social media is the largest form of hate speech in the country. Full stop. Tauranga is a hotspot. So what they've done <laughs> is they've removed Tauranga is a hotspot attribution from the district oh, from the DIA report and kind of put it in a standalone sentence, making the complaint. So I have to say, you know, if I was a reporter and I had done this, I'd be dragged over the coals. Like it would be, there would be no in, mm. end in sight. And fair enough, it's pretty sloppy. Now the ACT Party, who are standing a candidate in Tauranga, called Cameron Luxon, not to be confused with Chris Luxon, he's not happy. It's a slander against the people of Tauranga. I mean, the electorate of Tauranga has elected a Māori MP for 35 out of the last 38 years. And on top of that, what, I mean, what's Māori saying? It's, he, is he saying that he can't represent the people of Tauranga? Because last time I checked, Waiariki, the electorate of Waiariki, includes Tauranga. So does that mean he no longer comes to see his constituents here? It's just not good enough, and it just shows they've tried to make something on the hoof here, and it has completely backfired for them. So it's worth noting that Simon Bridges, um, he held the seat for a number of years, as did Winston Peters. He's held it for decades before that. Now, I had a brief chat with Winston, and he's not happy about what Te Pāti Māori was saying. Well, it's a sad cop-out, and uh, just uh, repeats the sort of gaslighting, virtue-signalling, and culture-cancelling behaviour of the Māori Party right now. Anything that they don't agree with is alleged to be racist, and they're talking extremist nonsense when it comes to Tauranga. So instead of way the Māori Party is talking nonsense against factual history, but of course facts are not something they're concerned about. So that's not a pleased former Deputy Prime Minister. Fair enough. Is he standing, by the way? Well, Heather, funny that you should ask, because I had that exact same question on my mind when I was interviewing him, and this is how it went down. Um, and I'm just going to try for the record since we're talking about it. Have you made a decision on whether you're going to run in the Tauranga by No, we're not going to be. Uh, I have to say to you that really the, the sad thing about it is that they're being allowed to get away with it. I just hope enough people stand up against that and uh, made very clear, whether they're European or Maori, that we're in this together and we've got to make a show as a country and not go down this perverse, divisive pathway the Maori Party is so beloved of. Do you think that's a stand that you could make if you stood in the Tauranga by-election? <laughs> Did he hang up on you? So, yeah, he he's hung up on me, and that's you me know. laughing at the end of the cliff. But, you know, I thought he was going to give me something, but no, he's still saying, staying mum. And he has until um, Tuesday to put his name forward because that's when the cutoff date is. So he's going to – it's down to the wire. So choose, did you say Tuesday? 
Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday, all right. It's disappointing when people hang up with on you on a cell phone, because eh? you don't get the beep, beep. It's just like, it's just so anticlimactic. Anyway, uh, I, I find I was going to say, I almost added the beep, 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 beep into it in post-production, just, but I thought as not. You as you should have, <laughs> just for the drama of it. Um, I find this fascinating. So the Human Rights Commissioner writes to the Prime Minister and says, the business that you're doing with the traffic light system is divisive and it's it's othering people, and he cannot get an urgent meeting. Why not? Yeah, well, I mean, that's the question that a lot of people would have been having reading this story. So Paul Hunt, who's the the Human Rights Commissioner, writes to the Prime Minister in December. Now, he's using some pretty strong words in this letter that we obtained under the Official Information Act, saying that there was this um, acceleration of othering in New Zealand between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, and a worry about division in society. So... According to the Prime Minister's diary, the pair didn't meet for 110 days. It wasn't until March 22nd that the pair actually met. Um, National said that this is unbelievable, given the circumstances of what was going on at the time, and Hunt should have been given a meeting in December. Act says the saga shows that the Human Rights Commission is a complete waste and not even worth it to start with. Now, I did hear back from um, Jacinda Ardern's office that told me that Hunt met with um, officials in February and a meeting was set up in March, but to be quite honest, you know, he said in his letter, and he was quite clear that he wanted to meet urgently. I wouldn't call 110 days waiting for a meeting urgent. No, fair enough. Thank you so much for that, Jason. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you later. Wrap the political week that was. It's Jason Walls.